Welcome to track number six of Everything by Prayer, Nothing Without Prayer. Now, the Holy Spirit has seven branches. The Holy Spirit is not as simple as you may think. Although God has, God is, um, what do you call it, uh, three in one, the Holy Spirit is seven in one. Yes. The Holy Spirit is seven in one. In Revelations chapter 1 verse 4 and Revelations chapter 16, sorry, Revelations chapter 1 verse 4, you see clearly, it says, And John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come from the seven spirits which are before his throne. So in two different verses in the book of Revelations, he talks about the seven spirits. Of God, So the seven spirits are real spirits. And these spirits are mentioned throughout the Bible. And as they are mentioned, different names are mentioned on these spirits. Different names are different places, depending on what's happening. And sometimes it can, you can get confused and you think that the Holy Spirit are about 15 spirits. Do you see? Like, because you hear spirit of truth, spirit of revelation. Spirit of this, spirit of this, spirit of... But if you look at it carefully, you realize that it's basically seven branches. And in Isaiah 11, from verse 2, it starts to actually list them. Spirit of the Lord, if you take the spirit of the Lord to be the spirit of God, like what came on Jesus. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach. It's like the spirit for ministry. Do you see uh-huh. You could take it that way, or you could take it that the spirit of the Lord rests upon him. That is to say, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding. But there's no semicolon there. If there was a semicolon there, then it would mean that it's the spirit of the Lord. That is to say, the spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding. So, the spirit of the Lord on his own seems to be a spirit. Do you see? Yes, that's why I said in Luke 4, 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach. So it's like what comes on you to work for God. You see? So the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That's the Spirit of the Lord. Isaiah 11, verse 2. The Spirit of the Lord. Then the Spirit of wisdom. So number two, the Spirit of wisdom. You see, this is a spirit. It's a spirit. A spirit of understanding. It's a spirit. Understanding is the spirit. The spirit of counsel. How many is that? Four. Then the spirit of might, which is one of the only ones that is not related to the mind. Spirit of might. Then the spirit of knowledge, number six. Do you see? Then the spirit of the fear of the Lord is number seven. So if you put it together that way, it's seven. All right, seven spirits, you know. But you see, in the New Testament, you have the spirit of truth. Revelations 1, 17, that's the spirit of revelation. And the spirit of different, the spirit of holiness. And different spirits, they're all there. But they can fit in here, you know. But there are seven spirits in the book of Revelation, clearly. Now, these are what you really need. Again, they are all related to success, prosperity, fruitfulness, and doing well on earth. Now, whose ministry was more 
successful. Jesus Christ. Whether you like it or not, Christmas is Christmas and everybody in the world is forced to accept Charlie. It is Brunia. We are all celebrating Christmas. <laughs> you say you are not a Christian, you don't believe in it, but Charlie, you are in the thing. Spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel. Now, these are what we need. So pray for because that's what we lack. That's what we lack. That's what you really need. Yeah. And so pray for it. And the more you pray for this, the more your life changes because that starts to come upon you. One, one day somebody was reading my book and he said, one of the things that he, he, he listens to me is like he said that he, ha, he has not thought of what I'm saying. He has not thought of what I'm saying, that how does my mind work on this verse in another way that he, it has not occurred to him. Are you with me? Yes. Because that is the work of the Holy Spirit. That is why something would occur to me. It would not occur to me if the Holy Spirit was not to reveal it to me. So as we are talking about praying, you must make up your mind to become a prayerful person. Praying for the Holy Spirit and pray for the seven spirits of God. Pray for it. Pray for it, missionaries. Pray for it, pastors. Pray for workers. Pray for it. Businessmen, whatever it is to them, pray for the spirit of wisdom, understanding. Yes. Pray for it. Now, when you have the spirit of the Lord upon you, ha, you'll become a preacher. So I believe the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And that's why I'm preaching what I'm preaching. It must be spiritual. When you have the and look at it, Luke 4, 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why? Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Anointing to preach. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to preach deliverance. I said, you can't preach deliverance to any captives if you don't have the Holy Spirit. You are being sent forth with power. Power. God is going to use you. Deliverance to captive. Captive, Captured by what? Captured by what? What are they captured by in Liberia? Fornication. 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 I mean, I mean, Having babies with their uh, fathers. And to them, it's normal. Here, if a guy is going to get married, I mean, the parents will find out. So, is she married? I mean, is she having a baby or something? There is normal. You see them in church. I mean, hardly do you see a normal family like married husband. We call it point point. That one is normal. You see it everywhere in the church. I mean, they are there. I have a sheep. She has two babies. I mean, it's just like 20 years. And it's like, Daddy, you can't understand it. Captivity. Drugs. Different countries. Mozambique. Different. All over. People are captured. People in Europe are captured by homosexuality. 
the deception. Yes. You meet somebody and he believes it. He believes that he's, 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 he's to marry a, a man. He believes it because he hears it that you are born that way. The teachers will tell you in school. Yes. Yeah. And they believe it. I mean, it's amazing that educated people would actually descend to such levels. It's a captivity. And Derek Prince said something. He said that, you know, God often shows his attitude to things by certain things that he has shown in the past. Not that that will always be, but he says that God's attitude towards homosexuality is eternally revealed in what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah. He says that shows his attitude towards it once and for all. Just like his attitude towards the lies of Ananias and Sapphira by letting them die in the church. Not that everybody who tells a lie will die, but he shows his attitude towards it and his judgment, whether it's instant or it's gradual. That's his mind. That's his attitude. It's final. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So you've got to be careful. So the spirit of God is leading us to set captives free and to heal broken hearted people. I mean, you, 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 when you have the spirit of the Lord and you've been praying for the spirit of the Lord, broken hearted people, you tell them it will be okay and that's, that's enough. Tell them it will be okay. That's all. Because the spirit of the Lord. One brother was telling, was telling me, he said, you know, something happened in his family and one of his children died. And he said, when he saw me, his spirit jumped in him. It's because of the anointing. What am I? What do I have? Have I got a child to give? Have I got anything? I have nothing. It's the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord is there to heal the broken hearted and to bring deliverance to the captives. Recovering of sight to the blind. Wow. To set at liberty them that are bruised. I want to say to everyone here that is a missionary, God is using you, God is going to you, never accept your ministry until you see all these things happening practically in it. Blind must see in your ministry. Captives must be set free. Gospel must be preached. Deliverance must come. I mean, liberty must come to them that are bruised once you are anointed. That's what you are carrying. And that's what you are praying for. Yes. Yes. This is what we have. That's what I say. Pray for this. You think it's not a job. What, what do you think I'm doing? What do you think I'm doing? You think this is not a job? <laughs> Look at it. I'm doing it. By preaching deliverance to the captives. By setting people free. By healing the broken hearted. Putting your hand on somebody who is broken hearted. Huh? By praying. That is the work. That's why I say to people that are in the lay ministry. I say, Look. A time comes if you follow the ministry to its conclusion. Eh? All these people who you've preached to, broken hearted, delivered captives, their contribution and their support to you will elevate you into full time ministry. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's, it's, a, it's a logical conclusion to, to ministry. Yes. I mean, people have been set. When Catherine Kuman was dying, you see, the problem with Catherine Kuman was that. 
People said, look, we were dying. This woman prayed for us. We are alive. I have all these diamonds, gold, this. I don't know what to do with it. She said, I will all to Catherine Kuma. The wills, wills. One of the incomes she had was wills. Uh, people willed their estates, their diamonds, their gold, and their, you know, precious things to her. She was, she was, she's not preaching about money or trying to get about people said I, I don't know what to do and I want to give it to this woman to do whatever she wants to do yeah. you'll be receiving wills and support for your ministry I've never seen look I've never seen a a man of God who stands to declare deliverance to captives, deliverance to people preaching the gospel, healing to broken, who just stands alone. Oh, people will come. You, you don't even have to go to school. If you have the Holy Spirit, the world will gather at your doorstep. Receive the gathering of the world at your doorstep. It's the greatest job. That's why I'm asking you to pray. These things don't come by going to school. Prayer. Everything by prayer. Ministry is by prayer. Pray for the first of the seven spirits. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yes. And there's nobody more ordinary than me in the ministry. I'm the most ordinary. I'm more ordinary than you. You don't know. You don't know me. That's why you think I'm whatever. Who? I'm the captain of the ordinary. (laughs) Yes. I don't need you to believe it. I don't care about your beliefs. The spirit of the Lord. Spirit of the Lord. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Beautiful. Beautiful. They will come. They will come. Your touch. Your prayer. Your preaching. Your words. They will be bringing healing and deliverance and solutions and answers and breakthroughs to thousands of people. You'll be in a small town, but it will become a big town because of you. Yes. Now, the next spirit to pray for, is which is part of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom must be praying for the Holy Spirit. Every day. Every day. There are some problems you can't go with power out of it. You have to go out of it with wisdom. Mm. Almost every animal can be captured if you are wiser than it. Including very strong animals. Every animal can be. That's why a man has captured every animal put in cages. That means that there is every demon, eh? every demonic work 
Because the demons are animals. They are spiritual animals. And clean spirits. There's not even one. That you cannot do him Sulia. Do you know Sulia? Do you have Sulia in Nigeria? Abudi? Budi? It's called what? Kitchen. Chibobo. Chibobo. There's a name for that in every in every language. Yes. Chibobo. Force is not going to overcome every problem. But through wisdom. You know, anytime I have a problem, my actually my first thought is what must I do? Can I do that will overcome it? Yes. I feel that there's something I can do. Like God can give me the wisdom on this thing and I will know what to do. Are you there? Wow. Amazing. So I don't know what, what situation you are in. Let's say, oh, you got a church. It has only 10 members, 20 members. How can it grow? Huh? What are you going to do? Pray for the spirit of wisdom. Pray for the spirit of wisdom. Church to grow. Church can grow. Money not coming. Money can come. Overcoming parents' issues can happen. No baby, baby can come. Marriage problems. You'll be surprised only this section of the Holy Spirit can solve most of the issues. You see, Ecclesiastes 7, verse 19, I believe. It says, yeah, wisdom strengtheneth the wise more than ten mighty men strengthen a city. So wisdom strengtheneth a man. Strengthens you, wisdom strengthens you more than ten mighty men strengthen a city. Uh Amen. Amen. So wisdom makes you like more than 10 power. You see, 10 forces. AK 47 guns, grenade, 10 rambles. Just wisdom can make you Rambo, James Bond, Transporter, Transporter, um, Chuck Norris, Batman. Jet Li, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Van Damme. Have we got 10? And Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wisdom can neutralize 10 mighty men. 
ten mighty men. Wisdom, just thinking. And God's wisdom can neutralize all these guys. Hey! So, that's why, you know, everything by prayer. Go into prayer and pray for it. The Bible says, if anyone lacks wisdom, James 1, 3. It says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let, just 4, James 1, I think, verse 4. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. Verse 5. Yes, if you lack wisdom, let him ask. So wisdom is something that we can ask for. What is weakening you? What is weakening you? How many have some problems that are some way? Everything by prayer. Nothing without prayer. Go into the spirit and start. Father, I'm here today about the spirit of wisdom. Wisdom strengthened the wise more than ten mighty men. Ten rambles, ten Chucky Chans. Justina, wisdom will make you stronger than ten mighty opportunities. Huh? To make yourself beautiful. Yes. Ten beauty therapies. Ten Brazilian hairs. Ten perfumes. Ten high heels. Ten nails. All these things that are making you stronger as a woman. Think that you are attracting men. Wisdom. Sometimes you see somebody nobody is proposing to you. One word of wisdom can make somebody propose to you. (laughs) One day a sister came to see the pastor. She just had a word of wisdom. And the word of wisdom was very simple. Go and tell the pastor to help me to have a husband. Yes, that was the word that she had. She went and said, Pastor, Pastor, I need to have, I want to marry. Help me to choose somebody. Get, can you get somebody for me? Can you help me to get a beloved? That was it. That was it. The spirit of wisdom. But she could have gone to do her hair. She could have shaken the She could have increased the size of her breasts. She could have joined the choir for people to see her singing. She could have joined the dancing stars. 
so that she could shake the bottles all over the place. She could have become a soloist. But the word of wisdom that came was go and talk to a pastor. Pastor, I need a beloved. Please help me to get a beloved. Choose somebody for me. Do something for me. And the pastor was moved. And he said, I will help you. That was the end. How was it? Wisdom strengtheneth the wise more than ten mighty men in the city. Yeah. Yeah. So I need you to be praying. Oh, Ramashanda. Like, this is your prayer. It's nine o'clock. You say, Father, I pray for the spirit of wisdom. In Jesus' name. Lord, I don't know what else to say. Ten o'clock. Father, thank you for the spirit of wisdom. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Pray for the spirit of wisdom from nine o'clock to ten o'clock. Thank you. Your mind will be changed. You watch and say, People will start asking, How do these things occur to you? Where do you get these ideas from? You know, with our different denominations, we are really blessed because, you see, if this was homecoming, what we used to call homecoming, you see that people from Dakar, people from, because we have a lot of church members in Senegal in people from Guinea. We have a large church in Guinea. Even the ambassador goes to the church there. We have, I mean, churches in uh, Congo, Brazzaville, large church in Congo, Brazzaville, Congo, this. We will not even see them. We will not know who they are. Yeah. We have older people. We have French people. We have Portuguese-speaking people. Everybody's mixed up. You can't see the people. The young people are also different from the old. Some of the old people, when you even give certain examples, pornography and so on, they just sit down and sit down. When will this man finish talking about this, this topic? It's as if the preaching is, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's below. Your mouth like is below. Meanwhile, they are watching it in the houses. They are watching it in the houses. Oh, now they grown up, but he's watching it now. But God gave us the wisdom. Do this, do this, do this, do this. We are moving. United denominations. It's working. God is about to pour his wisdom on you to do your work, to do your ministry, to do your school, to do your marriage, to do everything you have to do. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. wisdom. Yes. Never be tired of praying of the spirit of wisdom. Ask for the spirit of wisdom there. They will call for you. They will say, there is a man in thy kingdom. There's a man in your kingdom. Daniel 5, 11. There's a man. There's a man. 
There's a man. That man. In whom is the spirit of the Holy Ghost. They will call for you. They, they call for me in the Philippines. They've asked, me, they've asked me to come. It's not cheap for them to invite me to come there. It's not cheap at all. It's from West Africa. Yeah. And in many places. Call for me. Yes. I was invited to Trinidad. I told them the pastors, com- pastors conference of the, their whole denomination. I just told them it, it, it's coinciding with I can't come. It's not coinciding but I can't. It's too tight. I can't make it. But if it was you. You would have made it, Papa. You would have made it, Papa. No problem at all. I'll be, I'll be there. I'll be there. But soon the spirit of wisdom is going to be upon you. And I tell you, they'll be calling for you everywhere. In Jesus' name. Do you believe it? Somebody is going to call you and tell you, you are my favorite preacher. They'll, they'll tell you you are my favorite preacher. Yesterday, somebody told me, you are my favorite preacher. And I, I was so touched. Yes. You hear such words. So, you are my favorite preacher. Ah. It means like when you speak and you talk, I, I, I enjoy it. You are going to hear nicer things in Jesus' name. There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, even like unto the wisdom of the gods, was found in him. They will be calling for you. So there is a man in Kenya. There is a man in Mozambique. There is a man in Zimbabwe. There's a man in Zambia. There's a man in Ghana. There's a man in London. There is a man somewhere. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So, don't go out there with natural force. Yes, wisdom strengthened the wise more than. Ten mighty men in the city. More. More. You are wilder. You are wilder because of your wisdom. Yeah. Pray. Lord, what should I do? What's your wisdom? What's your guidance? What shall I do? What shall I say? God will do it. Amen? Is it fantastic? Now, I'm talking about the prayers of Jesus. 
And I'm, I'm still on the first one about how Jesus asked to pray for the Holy Spirit. Yes. And I'm showing you about the prayers for the Holy Spirit. Why it's so amazing. Now, in Isaiah 11 verse 2, we see the next or the third spirit of understanding. Pray for the spirit of understanding. Because if you don't have the spirit of understanding, hmm, you'll never be deep. Because the Bible says that the sower soweth the seed. Luke 11. It says the parab- now the parable is this. The sower sows the seed. Okay. But now when he, when he sows the seed, all right, and it falls on the wayside ground, on the rocky ground, all right, Luke 8. Is that it? Okay. All right. Ah, Luke 8, 11. All right. Parable is this. Seed is the word of God. So the, the Bible says that the sower sows the seed, but these are they that fell on the rocky ground, on the wayside, and then they understandeth it not. Do you understand? They understandeth it not. And because they don't understand, do you get it? When they don't understand, the enemy is able to come into their lives and take things away from them. So when you don't understand what you are claiming to be following, you are a prey to the enemy. Now, you know, I used to be worried about something. You know, the first time, for instance, that we heard about Ben Hinn was like 1995, 96. Everybody seemed to understand Ben Hinn, except me. I didn't understand that thing and all the topics he was preaching about. And I always felt to myself that I was slow. And everybody seems to um, understand. And then they all started preaching what Ben Hinn was preaching. You see the scripture that Matthew 13, he says, and they understandeth it not. And the evil one comes. This is he which received the seed by the wayside. Wayside ground. Oh. We have three types of ground. Wayside, rocky, thorny, and then wayside, stony. And I used to feel that just now, they're all, oh yeah, this is what it means. But when he had a message called the steps to the anointing, I used to listen to it. I didn't understand what he was saying. I listened, I don't understand. Even Rick joined, I read his books, I give it to my wife. I said, read it, explain it to me. Because I didn't understand it. Why? And at a point I felt there's something wrong with me. Even in class it was like that. When I ask a question. How many have ever asked a question and people shout at you that what is... You are slowing us down. You are. Yeah. Yeah. You are taking us back. What is this? He's just explained it. What are you talking about? Have you experienced that before? Hmm. 
Now, notice, notice what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I used to feel that there's something wrong with me. But what I realized was that when I don't understand something, it, it does not settle in my mind, in my heart, and in my soul. And I'm not able to share it. I can't share things I don't understand. You see? So there's a difference of knowing something and understanding it, really understanding it deeply. And that is what people don't have. And that is, when you don't have that, you are not solid on the ground. Do you see? Because I've been preaching something, a lot of things I'll be sharing, even about marriage, and you want to marry. But you don't take time to say, what is the meaning of this sentence, this one you said? You said something, something, something. What does it mean? You don't care what it means. Then you go ahead and you marry. Then later on, you say, this is what Bishop was saying. You see, you've understood it the hard way. When you are trapped, you have got an anaconda as a partner. It's a lifelong. Something that is for your life is anaconda because it's long. So it will take a long time. It will take your whole life to remove the coils around you. It'll take a long time. So it's an anaconda spirit. But God showed it to me in a vision. Showed it. It's anaconda. It take your life to remove it. You are escaping from anaconda. So when I talk about anaconda, instead of finding out what is anaconda, you just pass it by and say, oh, it's one of the jokes. It's just one of the things. Yes. You are wayside ground. So, you need to go deeper. You see, a lot of pastors have tried to follow loyalty. But loyalty is more, the main book on loyalty, I have not written it yet. Yes, the main book on loyalty, I have not written it yet. <laughs> and when I write it, I will tell you this is it. Yes. The main book on loyalty. I've not written it yet. Yes. It is not even in one of my active books, projects that I'm on. Yes. And it and it shows that you do although you may think you understand loyalty, you don't understand it in a certain way. You can't just tell people be loyal. Be loyal. In Jesus' name, be loyal. It's not like that. Receive loyalty. So, the understanding of things is something you must pray for. Because sometimes I talk to people, I realize they don't understand what, what I'm saying. They don't even believe, they don't understand, and they don't even want to know. Sometimes when I finish preaching, I say to myself, look, there is nothing I've not talked about. If, if, if you have ears, you hear everything. One day I spoke to somebody, the person doesn't even live in Ghana. And uh, this person has some understanding. So this fellow or whoever it was said, 
<laughs> when you're talking about that, I know what you were talking. You were talking about this. I said, you know, isn't it? I said, yeah. I said, the people I was talking, they don't know what I was saying. Because when your understanding is deeper, you'll be understanding things. You know, this is this, this is why, this is why he's saying this, this is connected to this, this is connected. And without that understanding, you are not solid. You are easy prey. The enemy looks at you and says, this one, he doesn't understand it. Yeah, he doesn't understand it. So, let's go for him. He can be removed. He can be uprooted. We can turn him into a Judas. A Judas is somebody who leaves every important thing suddenly. I pray you'll never be one. Like, like, like you've been around for as long as everybody else. Then one day, you just change, you wake up and you say, all that I've known, I leave for a small thing. That's a Judas. Judas is the one who walks away from every, the, all the, he doesn't want to see the pastors again, doesn't want to see Jesus, doesn't listen to Jesus, doesn't listen to God, only something else, money or some other thing that is valuable to you. You leave everything for that one day. After three years of faithfulness. Well, after all the life of ministry of faithfulness. It's wild. But how can you become a Judas if you don't have deep roots? One day Satan can come to you and show you something very important that is very important. Before you realize, you are giving up what you've known. Judas is not just like he betrayed Christ. But he gave up everything suddenly one day for a small thing. He gave up. He didn't want to know you anymore. So I don't care if I don't know you. I've been with all of you. I don't care if I've been with all of you. But we are all together. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. You've not seen one before. Pray about it. I've seen it. Sudden. I'm off. I don't need you. I don't want you. I don't want to have any more meetings. Don't call me for any meetings again. Don't call my phone. Don't, I don't want to be part of your group again. That's what you, you didn't watch the film we showed on Friday. I don't care whether you call me. Don't call me. Don't call me. Don't call me. I'm not part of you again. He does, I, don't, I don't want Matthew's number. I've changed my numbers. Don't call me. Don't, I'm not on Facebook. I'm gone off Facebook. I'm not part of you. I'm, I'm not on anything. Don't call me. Don't WhatsApp me again. I'm, I'm out of here. That's Judas. Hey! After all we've been through, we were in school together, we did this, we went here, we did this, we talked, we had meetings, we did this. I don't care all the meetings with I say I don't want to be in your group anymore. That's Judas. You will never be a Judas. Hey! So one of the things that roots you down is understanding. Yeah, it makes you deep, solid. Even if I shout at you, you understand it. He's shouting at me because of this. Even if I'm shouting at you for the wrong reason, you understand and say, you know, Mika, I deserve slaps even and the shouting is even better. Yes. Maybe the shouting that I got, I should have even had it on another occasion. It wasn't given and it came for this time. Hey, what a 
It's like when you are playing golf sometimes. The ball that should have actually gone, it didn't go in. Then another lucky one rather goes in. So it balances things out. Uh-huh. Are you still around? Yeah. Understanding. Pray for the spirit of understanding. And pray for everybody around you to have an understanding. And that's when you marry, you see that you struggle. You struggle. Nothing will make you understand anything deeper. Yeah. I prefer to be with somebody who has understanding than to be with somebody who doesn't understand. Yeah. Now, for instance, if you prosper, my prosperity is only revealed to people who have understanding. If you don't have a deep understanding, you'll never know. You'll never know if God prospered me. I will never show it to you. Because your understanding, your lack of understanding makes you dangerous. But if your understanding is deep, if even it looks as if I'm prospered, you may even be saying to yourself, look at you. You should have had 100 million times more of all this. Small one that you eat, you are always complaining when you are eating. That's how you'll be thinking. But when you don't have understanding, you say, hey! Look at what our money is being used for. Monkey, they work, baboon, they chop. So your understanding is not deep. Because you don't even know. You don't, you don't have a deep understanding of what I'm doing for. Maybe your understanding will only be deep when I'm dead. And you see that, and I'm not around. They say that. If he was here, he would have said, if he was here, he would have, if he was here, he would have said this. But now he'd be preaching. We would have known what to do. We would, would have, he, said, he would have said this and this and then everything would have been. Yes, but it's then that's why people's value goes high when they die. <laughs> because a lack of understanding of what the person is doing. Yes. True. So I pray for you, you know, that no, I'm not praying for you. No, I say pray for the spirit of understanding. I pray for you. You pray for the spirit of understanding. I'm giving you the prayer topic. I said, go and pray for the spirit of understanding. And I'll show you the sign of understanding. The more secrets you are let into, the more it shows that your understanding is growing bigger. It's true. The more, it's like, because you are safe to be around. So, this person is safe. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The more secrets are shown to you, more revelation is given. The safer you are, it means that you, you, are, in, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are received as a person of understanding. Yeah. One day, I brought my car to church as usual. I think it was one of the churches. Then a brother came. And he came to look at the car. He said, hey, this is whatever. Then he started looking around. And this is the whatever model. This is this. Is a. I, said, I said to him, look at it. Look at someone. Yes. Dangerous way of. Where is my car of consent to you? If it is cars I wanted, would I have not have lined up? You would have seen my convoy. My convoy would have been packed. 
black seven of them Anakazo one, Anakazo two, Anakazo three, Anakazo four, Anakazo five, Anakazo six, Anakazo seven. With my bodyguards and my drivers wearing gloves. <laughs> White gloves. You are worrying yourself. Your understanding is not advanced. So pray, pray, I tell you. You see, you, you, are, you, you don't know that you are unstable. You don't know that you are unstable because you, you lack understanding. You lack depth and latitude. Yes. One day I was in an operation. Somebody was being operated on. I was, I was there. You know. Then, you know, when you are operating, you, so you, you, when you have not done an operation before, you imagine that you know, when they cut, you see all the things organs, this will be here, this will be here, then you just hold this one and you cut it off and then you close. But it's not like that. It's like you see like meat. Different, like if you can imagine um, like different meats, they're like, like a kind of soup with different meats, intestines, and all, all lying there. And when you touch this one and blood starts to come, then blood covers the whole place. Red. And the blood is coming from a spot. As, as something. So I was standing there at this, this operation and I saw this surgeon very steady. Nothing moved him. Any bad thing that seemed to be happening, blood is coming from, shh. You see that it's not, it's just, you just, anyway, because it's like his understanding was broad, like what was happening. This, that he does this, he threw the meats, the different meets that are there. You see that he was very much in control. Yes. Because he understands about you standing by that you, you don't know. So, hey! It's the hands are steady. Your hands will be steady. Your understanding. Yes. So that you see certain crises, certain things happen, but you are not moved. You are not moved. Nothing moves you. So this one, don't worry. One day, a brother sent me a message. He said, this is the trouble that I've uh, brought. This is the problem that I've brought. Big one. He was amazed at my response. It was like the blood that was coming. I sent him a message. I said, all problems can be solved. I'll be there. You wait for me. I'm coming. We'll solve it. Because when you have a wider understanding, when things are happening, things seem to be shaking. You know that, no. This one can be stabilized. It must be stabilized and it will be stabilized in the name of Jesus. It's when you are inexperienced and you don't have a wide understanding. When you see something, you you join, your shout may be louder than the person who is bringing the problem. You shout louder. What's that? Lava, lava? <laughs> Amazing. Your understanding is getting deeper. In Jesus' name. Now, the next one you must pray for is the spirit of counsel. Ah, if you will get. 
spirit of counsel. When, you, when God answers this prayer for the spirit of counsel, people start giving you good advice. Yes. Counsel is advice. Yeah. Pray in your life that you may ever have somebody to say something about something. You know, one of the most amazing things that I've found, people who are not looking nice, who are told that they are looking nice, is, is one of the commonest difficulties and problems that I, I feel. People who are not looking nice, who are told that they are looking nice. I, I, how many have seen one before? You, you think somebody is not looking nice and people tell the person, Charlie, you are looking nice. Oh. Have you seen it before? Many times. Many times. So you see, people are seeing it and are thinking it, but they are not saying it. So when somebody says, you are looking nice, the people around don't think so. They just fight. <laughs> Meanwhile, they are saying that your trouser is nice, but not that you are nice in the trousers. Listen, one piece of advice can change your whole life. So pray, Lord, spirit of counsel, 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 spirit of counsel. Advice, advice, advice. What I don't know. Show me, send somebody to speak. To advise, to speak a word. Let somebody advise me. Give me a word. Give me a, speak a word of counsel, spirit of counsel. Pray for it. Pray for one hour for the spirit of counsel. Only, only the spirit of counsel. Only the spirit of counsel. Yeah. You know, sometimes when I look at people, what I realize that I wish I could give them is not money, but advice which I'm not qualified to give them because I'm not close enough to them to advise them. One of the things you should ask people that are even like your pastors, ask them, please, would you advise me if there is something? Would you tell me the truth? Not that he's a liar, but would he speak? You'll be surprised at the answers. For instance, in marriage, many people don't advise couples when they are having beast problems. Like they're having problems. They sit down, they listen to them. Mm. This is a special face you come up with. Mm. 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 Ah, it's true. Mm. And you know why they don't say anything? Because from experience, after you finish quarreling and then you make up, then you discuss amongst yourself that eh, Bishop was even suggested that we should divorce. When you went there, he said that uh, this and that and that. Now see, God himself has God himself has blessed the marriage. God has lifted us up. So, a lot of people don't say anything. You come for counsel, they look at you. Mm. Oh! Hey, is that what he said? Jesus, Jesus. All this, he hasn't said anything. He said, Jesus, Jesus, Father, thank you. Thank you for solution. Thank you for answers. Thank you for breakthrough. But he's not saying anything to me. No counsel. 
Not a word. They are afraid of you. That's why they are not speaking. Tell me if I should marry or I shouldn't marry. I should say, when I say you shouldn't marry, go and tell the person that he said I shouldn't marry you. But God's power has prevailed and I've married you. And now that I've married you, he's surprised that our marriage is working. And then she will gradually bend your neck to leave the church. Yes, because after all, the pastor was, is against your marriage. So experienced people learn to be quiet and they just do what? Mm. Oh, mercy. Really? Mercy? Is that what happened? In Jesus' name. Stand up, let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for breakthrough in this mind. Send your power, send your angels, send your grace. Supply of the spirit now. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Next couple, next couple, come. Everybody pray for the spirit of counsel. God is going to give you wisdom through somebody speaking to you. Pray for the spirit of counsel. Mando paralamanda, 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 mandele meke mando lobo Thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit, for your blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. And then we are going to pray for the spirit of might. Now, might is your strength to do things. All right? Now, we are stronger than we used to be. God is going to make you stronger in the same thing. When we were buying our church, Kolegono, we did fundraising for about two years. Buying it, two years. Paying, paying, paying. One and a half. Actually, it was 18 months and some delay, extra delays. So it was about two years. But as we become stronger, you know, at that time, almost anything, even a car for the pastor would become a big thing. It become even fundraising. But as God has made us stronger, instead of all these things coming up as fundraising, 90% of the things, big things we do, we don't mention them. I don't mention most of the things. Are you helping me with the sound here, guys? Help me with sound, man. <laughs> Glory, to Glory to God. Now, most of the things we don't, we don't mention. We don't even mention. I can mention huge things. I don't say What I say is just a part. Sometimes I want you to give. I'll just give maybe 10% for you to understand if you, it will even help you. But the rest I don't say. I don't even like to mention the things because, I don't know, I don't like it. So as I feel that maybe you also don't understand why something will cost so much. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like why would it cost so much? Understanding makes me not. So strength has come. So many things we are building. Buildings, buildings. We don't ask anybody for anything. We just use more strength. More might. To have a crusade is a matter of sparking cars. 
We pack about 30 trucks and cars and vans in different parts of the world. And we are going. No fundraising. Occasionally, like I did some fundraising this weekend, occasionally I ask. But most of them, I can explain to you, we will eat this, we need to buy meat, we need some curry, we need... Your strength is going to be greater than it is today. For everything. You see, one of the things you can see as a pastor, your strength is when it rains, the number of people that come to church. It shows your strength. The strength of your church is seen by rainy day attendance. Yes, it's raining before church and during church. Ah. First love church, your strength is also seen during vacation. When you see that the church is finished. It also shows that the church is at a certain level. Yeah. We struggled during this holiday and we rose up from the dead. Yes. Yeah. Coming back alive. <laughs> Are you there? So now your strength. You want to take your beloved out. You have to save a lot of money. For some four months. And then you say, Dear beloved, we are going somewhere. I have a surprise for you. After four months, six months. By the time we come when it occurs to you, say, what about today? Let's go. You are ready. Receive it. Yes. Today, your strength may be very small. You propose to a sister. She says no. You propose to another. She says, I have to pray about it. You propose to another sister. She says, Somebody else has proposed to me. He proposed to another sister. Now you are a staff sergeant. You have got four stripes. Nobody is saying yes. But a day will come when more than 200 sisters will be saying, Oh God! Oh God! What a brother, what a pastor, what an anointed brother. Oh Lord, I'm just dying. Oh God, I just love this man of God. I just love this man of God. Hey! God has given you the spirit of might. Amen. Amen. I see you getting stronger and more powerful in everything that you are doing. To travel abroad is I don't pray for a visa. I don't pray about it. You see, but for you 
you may fast and pray for the visa. You may bring your passport for laying on of hands before you go. But a day is coming. When you decide to go to Singapore, you just go. So when you pray for the spirit of might, you get stronger in every area of your life. Yes. You become stronger in your body. Your body is stronger. Yes. Spirit of might. People ask you, don't you get tired? Are you not tired? Why? What are you doing? Spirit of might makes you strong. Receive it in Jesus' name. Instead of saying that no brother is coming, you say a lot of brothers, I'm confused now. Receive it in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, open the eyes of the people that are this camp meeting. May they find their partners around somewhere. Supply their needs and give them a help meet for them in Jesus' name. Amen. God is giving you the right person for your life. Those at the back who are not standing are the ones shouting on. Sit down. Okay, my mic, my battery is gone off, please. Oh, it's back on. All right. And then the spirit of knowledge. You see, I'm, I'm showing about praying. Spirit of knowledge. What don't you know that you need to know? Plenty, isn't it? Lord, show me what I need to know. You know, I never used to think so. But now I think so. You know what I think? You cannot be a good wife unless you know a lot of things. Yeah. You can't. I, I think so now. I used to think that, oh, you just flow and just be yourself. Once you get married, just be yourself. Pray about it. If you receive a raw one, you know. It's like somebody who doesn't do her hair. She look like a boy. Do you understand? Yeah. If you, if, if you don't know a lot of things, you can never do well. Yeah. How to behave. How to be. And there's a lot of it you hear it in the preaching. Yeah. You can know. You have to know. A lady was listening to me on the camp meeting. On the camp She said, if I had known what I'm hearing in the night on the makana on the radio, I would still be married now. But I didn't know. So I took him on. Her husband. I took him on. I sorted him out. And he's left. So many. But I didn't know. And also I couldn't receive the spirit of counsel. Anybody who speaks to me, I will give him a backhand. Yeah, I didn't know. I've met many lonely ladies who told me, many, if I had known, I wouldn't have treated him that way. He went away. But I didn't know. They thought, I have to, I have to show, I have to show what I, I have to show what I know. I have to, I have to point out. 
I have to make the point. Hey. <laughs> yes. I have to train him. <laughs> You want to change my battery? No. Hello? Yeah. Is it better? I have to train him. One lady told me, she said I was at work. My husband was in another country and he came. And he wanted to see me at work. So when he came to the reception, he sent, I was upstairs. He should come. And I said, let him wait. He waited and waited and waited and waited. I don't know if she even came to see him. She saw that about what he wants this, this was all. I was talking to her, she was all alone at home. All alone. All alone. She said she confessed, she said that the way I behaved. Yeah. But who can counsel you in those days when you feel strong? She was training him. (laughs) Another lady, her, she said she's training her husband. So as for a man, you have to know how. So when she laid the food on the table, and he was sitting down to eat, and she lifted the, the. no, all my stories are true. All my stories. The one that is so true, I'll tell you this is a parable. Okay? She lifted from said, the place that you went to, it go back there and eat. Like, like he's eating in somebody's food already before he came home. Go back. And, and the children ask why? I said, Oh, as for a man, that is how you have to you have to train him. What a training. <laughs> pray, no, pray for the spirit of knowledge that Lord, I will know what to do, how to behave, what is right, what is the best way. One day, a lady asked me a question and I'll tell you the question. The question is, I'll tell the question. I don't know if I'll tell you the answer. She said, I'm not sure whether my husband is sleeping with somebody. What shall I do? How should I, what should I do about it? And I will not tell you the answer, but the answer is classic. If you follow that answer, your marriage will be beautiful. But I will not tell you that answer. There are many ways. Yeah, it's a private thing. It's a private interview. Pray for it. Spirit of knowledge. Yeah. There's a way. You behave. You do. And it will be worse. Times 100. (laughs) And there's another way. That way is a way of wisdom you can't ever know. I will never tell you. You see, you think, not that I'll never tell you, but I'm not going to say it in this microphone. <laughs> and the last spirit is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. 
spirit of the fear of the Lord. You must fear God. All that you have must be afraid of God. God. Now, it's the fear of the Lord. In that spirit is the spirit of holiness. Why? Because it's only when you fear God that you would be afraid to do something wrong in a secret place. Yeah. It's only when you fear God. And if you read the Bible, there's a spirit of holiness. The Bible talks about the spirit of holiness. Spirit of holiness. Spirit of holiness. If you don't fear God, what is? Romans 1, 4, God has declared with power according to the spirit of holiness. Holiness is to be special to God. I don't do this. I keep myself this way. I keep. Why? Who is seen? Who knows and who cares? <laughs> God cares. God knows. Oh, let me just take this small part of the offering. Let me just take it. Let me just take. Let me just keep part of the tithes. Oh, let me just do this. Let me just take this. Let me just steal this. Let me just behave like this. Who cares? God cares. Nobody may care. So, I mean, I don't need to be, I don't need to be a virgin when I'm getting married. Oh, the boys, they don't even like virgins. They, they like, I mean, experienced girls. Who cares? Brothers, is that not true? You don't like virgins? Oh, you like virgins? You prefer virgin or non-virgin? You prefer virgins? But you yourself, are you virgins? Quiet. Who cares whether you tell a little lie? Only God cares. So it is when you don't have the spirit of the fear, you are not afraid of God in the secret place. Though the spirit of holiness is in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Spirit of truth. You, you never care about telling lies unless you have the spirit of the fear of the Lord. When you say, I said this and it's not true. I said this is not true. If you don't have the fear of the Lord, you, you tell lies easily. When they ask you, oh, did you come? They said, oh, yes, I was there. You went there. Uh, did you, were, were you there? Oh, yes, I've been around. So you don't fear God. That's why you tell lies. You don't fear God. That is why you would tell lies when you are preaching. All the aspects of unholiness, it's because you don't fear God. That is why you, because it's only between you and God. There's nobody there. Only you and God. Let's, let's do it because we are going to get married anyway. You, you get what I'm saying? We are, we are going to be doing it for the rest of our lives. Let's, let's start now because after we are getting married in four months time. Even, don't worry. Even if you get pregnant, we just flow with it. It's like a premature baby. Yes. When we give it, we say the baby is premature. Like three months. It's only when you fear God that you behave, try to be a good wife, try to smile when you come home. 
You should see them without smile. Because nobody sees that. You've removed your hair. You look like a whatever. Move your hair. Remove this. Remove everything. You have changed completely. Your face has changed. Your attitude. The nice flowing that you were looking in the church. You've totally transformed into a ghost. Hairless ghost. Hairless ghost. After you've given birth, you have this, you have this. All that I'm saying are real. Believe what I'm saying. It's only the fear of God that will make you. I have to do this because it's my duty. I'm a Christian. This is the natural use of the woman. The natural use of the woman is to be nice, to be cheerful, to be happy, to be flowing, to be exciting, to be fresh, to be beautiful. Shabaya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I'm, I'm you, 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 it's not a, it's only when you fear God, a man has picked you in his car, a condition car with a, a man with a pot belly, somebody who is far older than you. And he's taking you to his house at airport. And you are going. And he said, I don't know. He's an uncle. An uncle. And you go and you come. You go and you come. You go and you come. It's only if you fear God that you stop those things. Yes. It's only if you fear God. Fearing God will make you marry early. That's why I married early. I married was I, I need to marry. I need it. I saw that I needed. I said, hey, Jesus. Help me. I need it now. In the name of Jesus. True or not true? Yes. Spirit of the fear. White people, they don't fear God. That is why they discover the shh. That's why they discover the sun, the moon, and the stars, and they say there's no God. (laughs) They find more things. They want us to even change the Bible and, and preach that lies are sin, this is sin, this is sin, but this one, we shouldn't say anything about it. How can that be? Because a human right is to have a religion and to have a faith and to be able to preach. It's a human right. To be able to preach what you believe in the Bible. It's not, a, it's not something we are creating. It has been there for, for years. All of Europe and so on have propounded this gospel and have sent it to us everywhere. And now you are saying that it's a right. We should change the, the Bible. We shouldn't say it. Ah. Please. Let's be serious. Stand to your feet.
Now, how many of you are going to pray for the Holy Spirit from now? Hey. Have you started praying already? Beautiful. And you see this all from Jesus in Luke 11 verse 13. If you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him the Holy Spirit your first breakthrough is from the Holy Spirit breathe into the dust and a thousand miracles how many miracles thousand related and unrelated miracles will start happening in your life every dry bone of your existence when the Holy Spirit comes on you you shall see a change every dry thing that is not working God's power gives you a great blessing and breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and thank God for his blessing. Father, thanks. Thanks, Amelia. Thanks for your blessing. Thanks for your great power. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you thanks. Hallowed be thy name, Lord. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Thanks for your power. We are grateful. We are glad. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen.